Welcome to Business Acceleration Playbook, where we bring you the plays that you need to win in your business. I'm Maria Daniels, and I'm joined by my co-host, Tim Kroll, and we are starting a new series. In the series, we're going to be discussing strategies for taking your small business to the next level. Our focus for this episode and the episodes to follow is going to be talking about the fundamentals of scaling your business. Today, we are talking about an introduction to these things. So whether you're an entrepreneur, just starting out or a seasoned business owner that's looking to expand, understanding the basics of business growth is critical. We'll be covering what scaling your business really means, why it's important, and the key factors you need to consider before deciding whether or not to scale. So I'm going to dive right in right now and bring up just kind of the elephant in the room, right? So what <laughs> does scaling your business even mean? What does it mean? Yeah, I, man, I, this question alone just almost strikes terror in some people's minds due to the fact that it can mean so many different things. And so many people have so many diff different definitions of this. So, I mean, I, I love where we're starting with this and I love where we're going to go. And this is going to be definitely a long uh, play. And this is just like you said, the introduction part of it. Um, I, I, let's start maybe with what does it mean to actually have and scale your business on a financial statement? Maybe we actually look at that part first and then we can talk about people and we can talk about, cause there's so many different parts of that. And I, you know, off screen, you and I, we were talking about, you know, what did it mean to you when you were thinking about it? And I, I mean, to me, it was like, Hey, a scaling a business means that we're going to make more money. Yeah. And, and that's so vague. I mean, that is so vague. Like how, how do you do that? So yeah, that's about uh, as vague as it gets, but that's what we're all thinking about, right? We start a business and we're, we're, you know, part of the goal at least is going to be to make an income from it. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to hear people's first thought right now when we say what, you know, what does scaling your business even mean before you hear the rest of what we're going to talk about, just take a moment, maybe pause this and then write that down and then see when we come back to the end of it, see how close it is or how it compares or how maybe your perspective has changed by the time we get to the end of it. So I think the very first thing, and this is when I consult and coach and work with companies, the very first misconception is that if we just grow our overall income, meaning gross profit, which is the, we made a million dollars this year. If we can grow to a million dollars and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. And that is a huge, I'll call it a false narrative. I use that a lot, but I, that is one of the biggest things that I have seen and experienced. I had a friend of mine, um, they were actually in the e-com business and he grew his business to about $10 million. And he got up and he was like, yeah, I'm a, what is that? A eight figure business. And um, you know, all these awards and accolades and everything else. And then, you know, we started kind of peeling back the layers of the onion and suddenly we found out he spent almost $20 million in ads in order to be able to sell $10 million worth of product. Obviously that's not sustainable. I mean, he was in debt way over his head. He had investors that had put tons of money in that were not going to get paid out everything from angel. I mean, like it was just insane. Eventually they ended up selling the company and basically about broke even. Uh, he barely paid off the investors, barely paid off, but because they had a $10 million gross, you know, profit kind of a thing, they were able to sell the business and man, he barely, barely got out of there with his shirt on. So it's, it's really important to understand what it actually means when you scale up your business. Well, and, and I think that brings us to just something I even say on a regular basis is that growth for the sake of growth 
is completely pointless and actually yeah. very dangerous for the health of your business because, you know, we hear it all the time. Like, you know, whenever you follow, you know, people that are in the business world, entrepreneurs, small business owners, even large businesses, they talk about growth a lot. Yeah. And so a lot of young entrepreneurs, you know, that are kind of starting on their journey or on their small business, you know, um, journey, you know, they think that they need to hurry and grow, right? There's this 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 idea out there that growth uh, means, you know, getting big, getting you. giant, you know, this, that, instead of what growth actually means. And yeah. I think, you know, kind of diving into this episode, it made me kind of break apart and think about, okay, well, to me, again, like we were talking about earlier, um, off, you know, offline, we, you know, we have these things that automatically, when you hear a word, it triggers something in our brain. It used to always trigger, you know, exactly what we were talking about, like money, right? Scale meant, you know, to grow bigger, to add more to the team, to have new products we added to the business, yep. you know, to make more money, right? To me, that was what that meant. Yep. But now it's it's a little bit different because I kind of also take that and combine that now with other aspects of growth. Because yep. a lot of times for me personally, I've noticed that, you know, kind of looking within and focusing on the growth there and being more, you know, direct on how I'm moving the pieces, I actually grow faster and stronger than when I, you know, would try to hurry and jump far ahead to quote unquote scale. And I think that's a common thing that, you know, happens early on. We're in this hurry, in this hurry, in this rush to hurry and make our money back or hurry and, you know, replace our income or just hurry. Right. And yep. so and be running so fast, you know, that we're not even paying attention to all the things that we're passing by that. Exactly. And yep. those needle movers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's so many things in this. So if we were just to throw out that, that false narrative and maybe just dispel that component, just because you're making a lot of money doesn't mean that you're growing. Just yeah. because you increase your gross profit doesn't mean that you're growing because it can fall apart just as quickly. Uh, in fact, you can actually go backwards. And, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one is the fact of the financial stake. Number two is like you were just saying, so many of the other things that you're passing by, you may not have the capacity to produce all that you are selling. So you could sell $10 million, but if you don't have the capacity to be able to fulfill that, that's going to be refunds. It's going to be angry customers. You're going to lose your brand aspect, the respect. There's a lot of stuff that can get, that can happen in that. Number three, then, is actually the people component is if you don't have the people to be able to, you may have all of the product in the world to deliver, but if you don't have the people to be able to actually function and service that, it, it, you could still fall apart. So the, and, and then you know, we haven't even talked about systems and making sure that you've got the right systems in place. And then there's a whole aspect of how do we simplify to be able to make it easier so that the growth that you're talking about can actually be compounded and you can have a system or a process that you can easily teach the people to have it repeated over and over again. And then that's what leads to growth. So I, I think when we start with all of this, scaling your business really comes back to do I have all of the proper foundational pieces in place in order to scale my business? And I, I mean, there's tons and tons of things, and that's what we're going to talk about. Um, let me introduce this, and then we can kind of weave in some of these things. I would say, and I've found this to be true, there's only three things that ever break in your business. One is capacity. Two is something that has to do with relationship. Or three, it has to do with flow, which is your sales and your marketing. 
So if you only have capacity is obviously finite. It, if you've only got so much building space, so much product, so much time, that's your capacity. You can only live within that capacity. Your relationships, if you don't have great relationships with your customers, your suppliers, your employees, your culture and your company, that's another area that can break because that's relationships. And then the sales is if you can't sell your product, then obviously you've got something broken. Or if you can't market it correctly and tell the right story, something's broken. So scaling your business means you got to look at, in my opinion, you got to look at those kind of three areas. And then everything that we talk about here, as far as this introduction of what does it even mean, fits into one of those three buckets. Absolutely. Well, and I, I want to go ahead and I guess throw out just a definition right now, just of, of one that I actually Googled. It says scaling a business means increasing its revenue and or profits without corresponding increase in costs. So in other words, it involves growing the business in a way that's sustainable and doesn't require an increase in resources. So, you know, that I liked that definition, um, even though like we talked about, it means lots of other things. But I do like that definition just for the purpose of kind of discussing in this introduction, um, what are some key factors to consider? And that brings me to kind of the next question is, you know, what are those key factors that we need <laughs> to consider when we're deciding whether or not we need to try to scale our business, right? What are yeah. those? Like, uh, again, like if, I, if I'm a, a business owner and I'm sitting there asking myself, okay, well, you know, when's that right moment? Where are some things I need to think about? Because we all would love to make more money without having more cost, right? Yeah. That, with that definition, that sounds amazing. I want to do that all the time, like every day, right? But there, there are things that you have to think about in order to do that. And so yeah. those are some things I want to kind of touch on. I, I would say the very, very first component, and, and this is probably the most critical is choosing a framework, choosing something that you are going to establish as a framework for your business. Um, and I'll, I'll go back. And the reason why I say this is because I, I can reference back to people like Jim Collins, who's done in-depth research for some of the biggest companies. And he, the thing that he identified, there's two factors that made a company, and it's good to great. That's the name of the book. You can go back and you can do all your research. But the, there were two factors that made them very, very powerful. One is the framework and two was a servant leader. And so with, with understanding that, I really truly, obviously there's the, the, the leadership aspect, the servant leadership kind of component, the, the personal development side. But I think if we can at least start with understanding, you have to choose a framework. Now there's 20 frameworks out there to be able to do business and structure business. And I can... I mean, the EOS system is just one. There's a, I use building blocks. I know we've got the business acceleration playbook. We've got, there's a lot of frameworks that are there to be able to use, to be able to start and scale your business. But the very beginning is you have to choose a framework that you're going to live, basically live and do your entire business by. Absolutely. Well, and I think one of the things that you need to think about when you're choosing a framework is your own personality, your team's personality, because again, it's that old saying that you can't take a square peg and shove it into a round hole. Right. I early on tried some different, you know, strategies and frameworks that were amazing and they worked amazingly for other people. They did not work for me yep. because they did not fit into how naturally I work and how naturally my brain works. And while it's always important to kind of learn, you know, new tools and tips and hacks and stuff, I'm all about that. It still needs to kind of fit with 
like how we work or you're always going to feel like you're like like yep. running you know uphill upstream right so i mean i think i i love that you mentioned uh leadership too because you know i know you and i consult and that is probably the most common you know uh cause of friction and it's not most of the time from it's not even an intentional thing it's just that again there's not a fit between the team and the leader or maybe they're not you know, um, they're not sure on how to lead in such a way that inspires the team because they're so focused on not letting everything fall apart. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think that there's those are two, you know, amazing things to think about when you are considering if you're ready to scale. Um, I would yeah. kind of throw out there, too. Another one would be um, obviously financial resources. Like, do yeah. you have the resources there to, to support any costs that may be associated with the scale, right? Because even yeah. though, again, the goal is to make more money without, you know, um, an increase in cost, that's typically going to be like a continued increase in cost, right? Because there's yeah. going to need to be let's, something to push it. Let's jump back onto that leadership one. Cause I think this is a fact and it's, it's a main key component that everybody misses in scaling business. You will never be able to grow your business above your level of leadership. Absolutely. Because there's there's a, there's this key component that that ties that together. So that's why, you know, framework and leadership are kind of hand in hand. But you are never going to be able to scale your business above what you can lead. And so therefore, when it, and so many people, they look at me and they roll their eyes. It's like, oh, we're going to talk about personal development. We're going to talk about leadership again. I'm so sick and tired. Of it. But it is a fact, a proven fact through studies. And I've seen it through Jim Collins. I've seen it through, I mean, there's so many different people that have done studies on business. Your leadership has a direct correlation. It's a link on how quickly and how well you can scale your business. If you're not developing yourself, basically what happens is you, the, the business will outgrow you. And then either you will implode the business or you will implode yourself. One of the two will happen. And that comes in the form of nervous breakdown. Sometimes it's a health issue. Sometimes the business just falls apart and you don't understand why. It's because the business has outgrown your leadership skill. Now, I'm saying that, but I also don't want people to feel like it's no hope and it's useless. And so let's give up because you can grow those, those leadership skills. There's patterns. There's things that you can work on in your own personal life to be able to grow that. And, and again, when you're scaling your business, you cannot forget about your own personal development to match the pace of the business itself. Well, and I, it's also one of those things that it's continued, right? You, oh, 100%. you have to keep up with it. It's kind of like working out or, you yeah. know, eating nutritious food. You can't eat one nutritious meal and be like, well, I'm good forever. Or go to the gym once and be like, you know what? I'm set. It's the same thing with leadership development. Your, yeah. your business is continuously changing. The market is continuously changing. Your, your, you know, staff, even if they're the same people as humans, we're continuously changing. So you have to keep scale. up with it. Yeah. yeah, that's part of your scaling part. And the thing is, is as and I like I said, I do building blocks and we'll touch on some of that later. But in reality, there's five building blocks. The amazing thing is, is once you get to the fifth one, you realize that there's more personal growth because the first one is is learning to lead yourself and learning to become a better person. And when you get to the fifth building block, all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, I'm lacking in this area. I'm lacking in this area. I'm lacking in this area because you've now become more aware. And as you become more aware, you can focus on the things that you are uh, I say lacking or maybe you're weak in and you develop those skills to become better, which then gives you the ability to then build on and scale your business out. 
No, well, and one thing I do want to point out is just because you're weak in an area doesn't mean you're a weak leader. Everyone has weak areas Correct. and strong areas that we're naturally just strong in this area, this area, but we're naturally weak in this area, in this area. Yeah. That that's completely, you know, a normal thing. Like you're going to have weak areas, right? Yeah. And those just mean those are areas of opportunity that you push into more and you yep. you might might have a little bit of a harder learning curve on it, but you totally yep. can learn that. And I think it's funny you mentioned that you get to, in your building blocks, you get to step five and you realize you have more to do because I can remember early on in my entrepreneurship journey of, you know, doing my first ever like mastermind thing. And I paid at the time, it was like a ridiculously amount. Like I couldn't even, like I cried like after I paid, I'm like, what did I just do? Right. But it was the best money I ever spent. Um, but I remember thinking, well, this, you know, it's not, I'm trying to talk myself. And in fact, it wasn't a big deal to spend it because I'm like, this will be, I'll be set, right? This will be it. This will be like the thing that sets me. And then I got done with it. I was like, that was amazing. It was life changing. And then I was like, wait, this needs to be something that I do all the all time, the all yeah. the time. I need to make sure that I'm investing in myself on that level all the time. Yep. And, you know, at first it was kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, that was kind of like, then I was like, okay, you know, again, I kind of equated that to working out or, you know, eating healthy food. I need to be able to push into myself if I want to take my business seriously. Now, if you don't want to take your business seriously, then, you know, whatever, but yeah. I do. So, you know, that was one of those things I think that was a big aha for me. And, you know, as you continuously push into yourself, you naturally start to notice and narrow some of these things and you naturally start to be able to scale up. You naturally are kind of like pulling in, but at the same time you're moving up. And it's interesting how that works because, you know, yeah. I kind of briefly started to mention before we kind of got more on the leadership, which I think was a great thing, but the financial resources, right? Yep. Again, there's been, and I've, it's not that I'm perfect at it now. I still have my moments, but I'm a little more conscientious now on pushing in money into something. Um, even if I go ahead and initially do it there, if I'm not seeing what I think I should see by that point, I, I know from, you know, past experiences that it's like, oh, okay, well, that's not either the right moment, or maybe I don't have the framework right or whatever. And I pull back and get ready to start again. And right. I think that's important to do because you need to think about when you're planning, you know, to scale, whether that looks like, you know, adding, you know, to your team or looks like um, adding a new, you know, product or service or whatever that you need to make sure that you have the resources there to be able to, you know, get that going, whether it's just like the initial push and then it should be taken care of itself. And that's, if it's not, that's where you take that as a hint to pull back and reassess, or yeah. you have to go ahead and push all the way through whatever that looks like for you, right. but you have to make sure you have that money there, you know, to be able to make that happen because it's, you know, it's one of those things. I, I see that as a common thing. Like, you know, they, they'll put all this stuff together, but then they don't have any, they have no dollars to be able to, you know, take that next step. Yeah. Yeah, totally. hundred percent. Um, and, and we can dive into that one too. And like, we're going to talk about some of these things further. That's why this is just an introduction component. Uh, let's switch and maybe go into some of the common terminologies because we mm -hmm. are still introducing and touch on some of those words. If it's good with you, um, you know, I can even, let me put it this way, because I talk with a lot of different people in a lot of different businesses. And the thing that I have found is people will use different words to describe the exact same thing. Um, and so sometimes, especially in the very beginning, uh, I've heard this thrown out there. And in the, uh, 
I'll call it history. We've often used the word vision. What is your vision? Well, and then the other thing that I started hearing is, okay, well, I need to find my purpose or I need to find my why. Why am I doing this business? What, what is my purpose for the business? I truly believe that they are, they're, they're basically at the end of the day, they're the same thing. It's the yeah. fact of, I want to be able to see where I'm going to be at in 10 years or in 15 years. Like, what is that ultimate goal? And I call it the North Star. It's that one goal that you constantly are pushing towards that you actually aren't able to achieve. I mean, we're never going to reach the North Star, but we use that as our guide. That's our focus of this is the direction that I'm going to go. That's what a vision, a mission, purpose, all of those things kind of come together. And those are all foundational type words, core values. I mean, we could go on for each one of these things for a full 30 minutes, but these are just some of the common terms that I have heard that need to be developed. And then that creates your foundation for the business. Well, and I think this is a huge topic that, you know, I'm very passionate about, obviously, because, you know, again, I see that as a common thing with people who are starting a business like startups or considering to start a business because they see an opportunity, right? That there's a market demand for whatever yeah. it is. And, you know, there, you know, there is money to be made, right? So they'll dive into this and maybe they make a little money at the beginning. Maybe they don't, you know, whatever. I've seen it both ways, but the passion is not there. There's nothing there foundationally holding them to it. So it starts to crumble, not because the market's not there, not because it's not great product, not because people don't want it, but because the person who is doing it doesn't love it. And I'll give you a good example just from my own life. I started a boutique one time. Um, I don't like shopping. I just want to throw that out there. I, I detest shopping. I started a boutique because I ended up buying out a whole lot of product from a boutique that was going out of business. And I, I was going to just, you know, make some money on it, just like a quick thing, right? Put up a website, sell it online, done. I did do that. And if I would have stopped there, that would have been amazing because I, I tripled, almost quadrupled my money on it. But Maria can't do that, right? Maria's like, you know what? This is viable. This is amazing. So I decided I was just going to do permanent boutique, right? And then so I start getting into some of these wholesale accounts and you had to have a brick and mortar. So again, Maria doesn't just stop there. I just decided to start a brick and mortar, brick and mortar. And then I had the online thing. And then I figured out you have to shop all the time, all the time. <laughs> To be a boutique owner, you have to shop all the time. That fell apart pretty quickly. And I ended up selling it off, thankfully, and barely breaking even on it. Um, but my passion wasn't there, right? I had no passion behind it at all. I like a cute outfit, whatever. But I, did, I like to just click a button and order it, and it's done, and it just shipped to my door. I don't like shopping. I don't want to go shopping all the time. And that's literally what the job was. It was professional shopping and then selling it to other people. So, yeah. you know my values wasn't attached to that. My purpose wasn't attached to that. There was no foundation. And so even though there was a market and it started out real good, I lost interest really quickly. And so it started to slowly crumble. And right. I've seen that with other people. So the opposite is what I've seen as well. In other words, you take a hobby that you're very, very passionate about and you love doing and you start to turn that hobby into the business and you forget all of the other foundational pieces, right? So what you just said is absolutely true, but I've also seen as the pendulum swings yeah. back to the other side where somebody's got like, hey, I am passionate about knitting. I don't know, building Lego, whatever. Like I'm passionate about that. And so all of a sudden then you want to turn it into a business and you forget that part of scaling is now we actually have to think like a business 
And then all of a sudden it doesn't become fun. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, why am I doing this? Why am I even here? <laughs> so you have to, when you're looking at scaling business, you have to consider both sides of that. One is you do have to be passionate about it, interested in it. But if it's a hobby, you also want to be careful that you don't turn a hobby that you love doing because it's an unplugging and turn that into a burden that would end up becoming like, I don't ever want to knit again in my life. Yep, absolutely. Oh, I could tell you a story about that too, but I won't just for sake of time. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I agree with you. There is that both sides and I've seen both of them. myself. I've experienced both of them myself. And I think that, you know, I talk a lot about that, that gray area, right? I think you should have enough passion that you want to do this. Like you wake up and you think about it, you go to sleep and you think about it, you're, all, you're thinking about it lots, but much yep. to what you said, I like the way you said that, that it wasn't your way to unplug. It wasn't like your yep. quote unquote me time, your self-care time. It wasn't exactly. something attached to you getting away from all the stress, right? Because I right. think that is a huge problem because we need those things. Like we talked right. about just with leadership, you have to have, you know, things that you're doing to do your personal self-development. You also have to think about taking time off, walking away from the business. And that right. can be, that can be scary that, for a business. No, and that's the common terminology is if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's the common yeah. terminology that we're talking about here. And that's where people are like, well, I love doing this, but yet that's the way that they unplug and recharge. And all of a sudden they turn it into a business and suddenly now it's no longer scalable because they get sick of it. And so there's yeah. some of this terminology that we've got, you know, the vision, the purpose, the why, the mission, the core values, building a foundation. We've got frameworks. We've got brand voice. You've got your EQ, your soft skills, personal development, leadership. We're all going to talk about that. But those are some things that you're going to want to just kind of list out. And maybe even if you're really Wanting as we build this out, you're going to want to Google those specific topics or things that you're interested in to be able to have a more in-depth conversation. Absolutely. And I do just kind of want to quickly run down, you know, just some key takeaways of just thinking about, you know, some key factors if you're considering thinking about, I want to just kind of say it like that, considering thinking about <laughs> scaling your business. And those would be market demand, financial resources, operational capacity, competitive landscape, talent and leadership, and your risk tolerance. And mm -hmm. so those are just some things that I suggest you just Google those and kind of, like Tim said, write those down and start really asking yourself some key questions related to those because, you know, if you decide to scale your business, it shouldn't just be like a flighty, I'm going to scale my business. It needs to be something that is planned out if you want to succeed in it. Yeah. And I don't know, do you have anything else that you want to add to that before we wrap this so up? I, I think there's, um, so business planning, mm -hmm. strategic uh, planning, all of those things are, again, more keywords. There's lots of areas that would be able to help you out with some of that stuff. And we will definitely go into some of those components. Um, but you definitely are going to want to have some, side of, some type of a business plan, some type of a way to be able to put that together. Um, there's yeah. a blue ocean strategy. There's, uh, my goodness, E-Myth. I mean, like I could go down the list of literally a lot of different ways, you know, common terminology, ways to be able to do that, which we're going to dig into deeper. But yeah, that's yeah. Well, and I think that's a good point to make because a lot of early business owners, if they get to the point of their first scale up, a lot of them don't have a business plan. They never did. Yeah. And so I, I kind of put that under the house of what I was mentioning of operational capacity. Exactly. Um, just because like, you know, it, it goes right into the systems and a business plan, even for a scale up goes right into the systems. And I think that's huge. That's a common your organizational structure. Yes. Your framework. I mean, yep. responsibilities, job descriptions, 
all of that. And, and there's a lot to it. And I don't want people to feel overwhelmed just understanding that you're at the beginning of your journey. It's like you're at the bottom of this mountain and we're here to help you walk through that. And that's what our goal is as we do the rest of these series is to really introduce some of these thoughts, concepts and explain how to actually get them accomplished. Absolutely. And so if you're right now, like you got like smoke coming out of your ears, you're like, that's just so much. I get it. So just, you know, take a step back, take a deep breath and just kind of start getting your brain thinking about some of these aspects. This episode is not to have it all figured out, right? No. It is actually to just introduce you and get you thinking about, you know what? I never thought about that. Oh, I, that's another, you know, perspective. I never thought about that. And, you know, I think that is huge. And, you know, even if you decide not to scale up, it's huge to be able to kind of put some of those thoughts into existence because it helps you get better as a business yep. owner, an entrepreneur and a leader. So Absolutely. I think that wraps it up. I mean, are Absolutely. you? All right. So we're wrapping it up, the introduction to scaling your business. And we hope that this episode gave you a solid foundation for understanding the basics of business growth. I want you to be sure to tune in to our following episodes in the series, because it's going to be amazing. It's going to give you some key strategies and tactics for scaling your business. So if you're kind of on the fence now or not really sure, you know, if you need to be thinking about scaling up, this series is for you. So make sure that you are following us on social media, on our Facebook and our YouTube, as well as go to our website. We'll be popping a link on there for you to join our newsletter so you can stay up to date with all of the things going on with Business Acceleration Playbook and our new series on scaling up your business strategies for taking your small business to the next level. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Music